Hired by a mysterious party, three individuals make their way towards the snowy wilds of Athfar to meet their contact. Their job, unknown. But the promise of pay and adventure is high. Thrust together by fate or chance, join us as our story takes our three adventurers on an epic journey across the continent. Hi everyone, uh, welcome back to Dungeons and Airwaves. We've got a bit of the giggles happening right now. I hope you've all had a phenomenal weekend. Yeah, yeah, we really do. So last week on Dungeons and Airwaves, our party uh, was miraculously saved right at the last minute by so. <laughs> of Windgate. No, that was the week before, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that was last week. At the very beginning last yeah. week. Oh, you guys, yeah. You guys arrived Sorry. in Windgate Sorry. at like the very beginning of last week. Um, so Aurum invited you to wander around, <laughs> have a look at what's going on, uh, explore the grounds, and you made your way down into the temple uh, where you, yeah, where you met some uh, unfortunate and disgustingly Naughty, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh. You'd say they were quite devilish? <laughs> I'm so sorry that... Oh, goodness me. Okay, it, sorry. It's been a time, guys. It's been a weird weekend. I'm sorry. Ben rolled a nat one on maturity. <laughs> ben rolled a nat one on... <laughs> life? life. <laughs> Some cheeky imps who uh, very nearly took out the entire party. But yeah. they uh, prevailed, and we will drop back in because I don't know my words right now. I just want to say I actually enjoyed the fact that the combat was challenging. Oh, I'm than yeah, like, I'm glad. Hey, I was... see this giant spider? Oh, you've killed it. I'll yeah. see this weird mask. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I've been making the combat a little bit more challenging, um, and we that's, where we'll, <laughs> that's where we'll return. So you are pretty much standing amidst the uh, goopy remains of various fiends. And there is a door in front of you. And with we, sorry, we didn't long rest, did we? No. Damn it! Uh, there's like literally no way for you to have long rested. No, I just wanted yeah. to it, make yeah. sure. For uh, for clarification's sake, in this particular situation, you can short rest where you are. Um, but if you want to long rest, you will have to leave the ruins and return to the tower. Essentially, oh, stuff that. Uh, oh, sorry, stuff that. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yes, this is where you are now. There is just the door, and uh, Kodak is aware that there is something on the other side. Hey guys, um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, no, but there's something else door. behind that door. Well, let's get through the door. I already tried. I tried putting the flame into the hole, didn't I? Like I set my yes. hand on fire and punched into the hole. And yes. I get, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we need to find the key. You've uh, rolled various investigation checks. You've been unable to find anything in the room. Um, but the door does look like it's potentially forcible. Okay. As enforceable as in, like... You could force your way through it if you really needed to. I will try and force my way through the door. I will okay. assist. I will also assist. So we need to do, like, strength checks, I assume? You roll a strength check with advantage because you're being assisted. Okay. Just bear with me while I get my dice out. I should have done this in advance. I apologize. What's your strength modifier? You, you know we can be transparent about the fact that we use dice rolling apps. <laughs> We're not allowed to have click-clack math rocks. <laughs> well, there we go. I was just I was trying to keep the illusion alive. No, okay, well, now that that's been busted, I will point out we wanted to have... We wanted to use actual dice, however, the sound didn't quite come off in the microphones the way it was meant to, and it sounded like people were just muffly throwing things downstairs. So my strength... Is that mo- not how you roll dice? 
Apparently not. <laughs> so uh, my strength, da, 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 my strength modifier um, M, I believe, is plus six. I'll double check. Um, I think it's a plus four. Plus four. Sorry, I can't navigate my way through this sheet. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Sorry, yeah. plus four. The which, plus six is for your athletics um, because that includes your proficiency bonus, which is separate to your base uh, stat. Well, that was bonuses. a non-nat twenty in any case. Yeah, you are. Uh, it takes a bit. You're grunting and. Um, seem quite strained but you are able to force this door open beautiful and what you see inside is a dimly lit uh five walled room and in the middle there is a uh, makeshift desk three people in uh black robes with masks two people with red robes with masks and one of these people in red robes has very tall horns and you actually have succeeded in surprising them. So the three of you get one round where they cannot react at all to do whatever you like. Boo! That wasn't what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, seeing the masks. Bonus action. Oh, do we roll initiative for this? No, surprise round. I've got, oh, cool. no, I've got a no shift. And I start mauling the closest one. One spell slot. <laughs> I will, okay, I'll cast. I will cast using my last spell slot to detect evil and good. Are you sure you want to do that? Not anymore now that you've asked me that question. <laughs> um, he, he, the DM says, hinting that maybe... Um, fireball. Yeah, he doesn't have fireball yet. Not All right, yet. flip it. Damn I'm going to cast... Maybe burning hands? I was thinking either burning hands <laughs> or maybe inflict wounds. Um, See, like the difference here is inflict wounds is single target, burning hands is... Is guiding bolt single yeah. target? Yes, guiding bolt is also Right, burning target. hands it is. Wow! Okay, um, so I'll start with uh, Kodak because he stated his intentions first. Um, so is it just purely one action or one round of combat? One round of combat. Okay, perfect. Bonus action, I'll shift into a bear. Yep. And then I will proceed to attempt to mold the closest guy. <laughs> okay, pick a number between one and three. Two. Six. Literally in the middle. <laughs> I'm sorry, do you think that's six between one and three? Yes. <laughs> okay, so two, um, roll to hit. I, I will point out this does put you in range of the burning hands. 18. Yeah, that hits. We're going to have roasted bear meat for dinner tonight. So roll damage for me. That's 12 points of damage. Cool. You basically throw yourself on this poor, unsuspecting man or woman or person. Um... And you basically disembowel them. Oh, puddles probably more accurate. Oh. In before they're friendly. <laughs> well, so Orif's like, did you kill my family? <laughs> That's why I wanted to cast hey, detect evil and good. My cousin, he was hanging uh, out. So detect evil and good doesn't actually detect <laughs> alignment. Oh, son of a! What does it detect then? Uh, whether or not there's like fey fiend. So the actual thing it says is for the duration, you know, if there is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey fiend, or undead uh. within thirty feet of you. See, would it, how, no, never mind, uh, I'll ask it anyway. How much would it wreck the campaign if we were to kill Sir Orem? <laughs> not as much as you might think, but uh, good luck. So, so I thought you were going to be like, not as much as you might think, but don't. <laughs> I mean, you, you can try if you that really want to, if us. you um, suspect that he's not helping you, but <laughs> good luck. Sure, okay. That sorry, sorry for the country. <laughs> so yeah. you've uh, so um, returning to the world, Kodak has just disemboweled a cultist and 
Leonette is about to cast Burning Hands. Yes, sir. So, uh, sorry, that one is dead? Number two is dead. How many are Were they, they red or black? That was one of the black ones. <laughs> one of the black robed ones. One uh, of the black robed ones to be. So there's how many black robed ones are there left? Two. And how many red robed ones? Two. Sweet. So will, with this burning hands, will they all be in range? Yes. We are. Okay. My apologies, Kodak. Okay, burning so hands. everyone, including uh, Billy, will need to make a... Deck saving throw. Deck saving throw. Do, 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 Was do, I do. also at risk? No, because no, I would have been behind. Oh, do yeah. I need to tell you what the deck saving throw it's is? It's 13. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to... I have I'm, both your character sheets up. Yeah, <laughs> I um, have a zero modifier as a bear, but I rolled a 19, so nice I think I'm done. good. Now I just want all of Ash's four rolls to come up as, like, nat ones. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, well, one's a five. Yes. So that was cultist number one. Sorry, Mr. Cult Man, you are going to get set on fire. Fanatic, oh, that was an 18, passed. Damn it. Cultist three, 16, passed. Damn it. Uh, I'm pretty sure they t- still take half damage. Yeah, they do, but damn Oh, it. God, I still uh, take Yeah, so everyone except cultist number one passed. A son of a... Mm. Dingleberry? Grumpy. Gun. I'm grumpy boy now. <laughs> How much damage do I do? It's 3d6, and I'm yes. just... Tr- my um, magical dice portal is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to use mine? Nah, it's all Or good you can, I can do it um, through... I've uh, got it. Got it. Sorry. Yeah. Got it. It's all good. Yep, cool. 13. Is that the that, full damage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you kill cultist number one outright. Uh, I just picture him going up in ash. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's half of 13? Seven? Six. If you round it, it down, it's round, it's, it's rounded it's up rounded for up. damage. Oh, then seven. Um, cool, so... Sorry, bear boy. Dude, he's fine. I think I'll live. He's he's a little bit singed around the corners. Oh, I've ruined his whiskers. Do bears have whiskers? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of, yeah. Sorry. Most <laughs> um, mammals, like, those kind of things do. I wish we. Ha- I wish humans had whiskers. We kind of You do. have a beard. Yeah. No, it would be funny if it was whiskers. Like, <laughs> That's what they are. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but imagine if you had a beard and whiskers, like a weird Franken-cat or something. Have you have you heard of this concept called a mustache? <laughs> yeah, but that's not the same thing. It's not far off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, either way, I'll get. Were you doing anything, Katya? You. Have, yes. I'm yes. Sorry. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I know. I'm just like, eh. I'll just let them handle um, it. There's a, another cultist and the two red robes. Um, yeah. So I'll use the bonus action to rage. Yep. Um, so that'll bring up the uh, spectral ancestors. Um, and I'll attack the cultist in red with the maul. One or two? Um, one. I thought one had died. No, one, two of the people in black robes have died. Oh, okay. The people in red robes are looking, like, pretty healthy. Okay. No worries. Um, um, they are also on the other side of this desk. Which oh, is okay. now mostly smouldering. Yeah, so I'll target the one on the one in black robes then. Okay, uh, so roll for me. So that was an eighteen to hit. Hell yeah! Yep, yeah, I'm not even gonna like ask you to roll damage. He had two HP. He's dead. <laughs> uh, well, well, she might have rolled one. <laughs> I'm pretty it's sure she has like a plus three. Plus three. Sure. <laughs> okay, so you're using your um, great. No, you, that's the mole. My brain still thinks moles only do 1d12. Anyway, uh, yeah, so you basically cave in this poor dude's skull and he just falls to the ground. 
Um, and at this point, I will get everyone to roll AC uh, initiative. <laughs> and we'll take a break there before we get into it. You're listening to 106.9 Chin FM. We'll be right back here on the home of UNE's student-powered radio. You're listening to Dungeons & Airwaves, episode number seven. Take it anymore We didn't start the fire It was 
Welcome back. Um, during the break, I just had everyone give me their initiative just to uh, speed up combat a little bit more. Um, so we'll immediately get into it. And Katya is at the top of the round. There is uh, three dead dudes on the floor in front of you. Charred, smoking corpses. One has no guts and the other has half a head. Um, <laughs> I am in my element. And on the other side of this kind of now very burnt, crispy uh, desk is the two red-robed individuals. This is my happy place. <laughs> okay, I'm going to um, a- attack, say, the one on the left. Cool. One, number one, seems like a left number to me, so... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, roll to hit. Uh, that is a 16. That hits. Roll damage. Okay, that was a uh, five. <laughs> cool. Um, and does anything happen with your rage? No, rage is only, um, oh, actually, sorry, yeah, um, that, uh, number one, um, now has disadvantage on attack rolls unless it's against me. Okay. Um, and when they hit a creature other than me with an attack, the creature has resistance to the damage type. Yep. Uh, and is that the last use of your rage, by the way? Uh, no, I can use it once more. Okay, cool. Anything else on your turn? No. Alrighty. From there, it is actually uh, that uh, cultist's turn. And just real quickly, he kind of takes a moment as Ash pauses and rolls something real quick. He is aware that you've uh, done something to him as your uh, ancestral spirits are now surrounding and kind of harrying him <laughs> and he's going to attack you and I need you to car- to make a wisdom saving throw okay <laughs> uh, that will be a uh, two. <laughs> oh no cool um you're paralyzed you're getting lectured to death <laughs> as he holds out his hand and this sickly orange glow bursts from it and forms a cage around you. Rude. Now, it doesn't actually say what the... It doesn't, like, do her any ouchies? Nope. She is paralyzed, so she is unable to move, unable to attack, um, etc., etc. And that will be its turn from... Yes, sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say, is that a concentration thing? Yes, it is. So if it were to die... Uh, every time it's attacked or takes damage, it has to um, roll to see if it keeps its concentration. Mm-hmm. Excellent. From there, it would be uh, his buddy, which is the one with the horns. Who, oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. It's weird. You've never actually seen a humanoid figure with horns before, now that you're thinking about it. Billy, I'm going to need Kodak to also make a wisdom saving throw. Sometimes I love being a druid. Um, that's a 16. Cool. Um, he leans towards you and commands you to attack your party members, but the words just slide right over you. I thought you had your hand up for a second. Sorry, no, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> and uh, he looks a little bit concerned that that didn't work. To, be, to quote old mate from the flex tape ads, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> 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 no, uh, Kodak just has smooth brain. Uh, Leonette's turn, finally Yes Okay, so I will with one big flourish Do I have the ability to double wield? 
technically yes. What are you trying to dual wield? My hand axe and my long sword. No. Bollocks. Okay. Uh, mm. is actually, is hand axe a light, a light weapon? weapon. Then a yes. Weapon. Can I attack with both of them in one round? You can attack with uh, your long sword as, the, as an action. You can attack with the hand axe as a bonus action. I'll do that. I will. So I'll whip out the long sword and I will attempt to cut off the hand of old. Actually, no, what am I doing? I'll try and cut off his head. So I've got to roll for hitting, I assume. Yes. Okay. Uh, so that is roll to hit. I my would I have like any sort of plus? Oh, there we go. Sorry, plus four to hit. Okay. Yep. So it'll be under your actions. Yeah. Um, sorry, I yeah. Now. Uh, you you do have a long sword, right? Christ <laughs> 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 Almighty! Sorry, That's it's just it's just not um here as being wielded currently. That's fine. Ah, uh, it's nineteen. <laughs> nineteen to hit. Yeah. Uh, roll damage. Actually, that was not in that twenty. But it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. And so the long sword is 1d8 plus 4. Yep. Duh. Sorry, that completely screwed up on me then. That's a 12. For damage? Yeah. Yep. And while I'm just quickly doing some maths, roll to hit with the other one. Which one were you hitting, by the way? Oh, the one that's paralyzed Katya. Okay, so it needs to make a concentration saving throw. And do you want me to roll to hit with the axe? Um, yes, you need to roll to hit with the axe. It passes its concentration saving throw. Sweet, 21. Cool, um, that hits as well, so roll damage. Uh, that's 1d6 plus 4, which is 10. Cool, so total damage was 22. 22. Nice. Does it need to make another saving throw because it got hit again? Uh, no, but it is dead. <gasps> do I get to say how it died? Yeah. Um, basically, sword lopped off the hand, swing around, axe off the head. Nice. And Katya, you feel like you can breathe again as this paralyzing force is now gone. And it's Codex Go. I don't need spells to be lethal. Um, no, you do not. Seeing the guy, do, I'm aware he ca- tried to cast a spell on me, correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's he's mincemeat as I. <laughs> he's mincemeat! <laughs> I rush towards him and attempt to hit him. Cool. Roll to hit. I <laughs> Roll to hit in that one. <laughs> That's a 12. That misses. <gasps> I'm a bit too angry to aim. I was going to say, you just he, like... See, like, you're a very big bear currently. You still move fast, but this guy seems to move faster, and he just sidesteps, and you just go barreling past. <laughs> Straight into a wall. Um, that's all I can do, there's my... This guy with the horns, is he a humanoid figure? Yeah, he appears to be humanoid, yeah. Damn it. I was going to say, so I assume that I can't, like, jump on his back and use his horns to steer him around like a horse. You could try. <laughs> you have questions about any horses you've seen. I feel like that would be an unarmed attack just purely <laughs> because of your weight. Oh, let's try and squash the poor bugger. Poor bugger, he's trying to kill it. Oh, we started mm. it. If, um, we've killed, if we've killed innocent, if we've killed good people here, I'm going to be furious. Why do you think they're good people? Because you decapitated one. Let's just point that out. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I can just see the I can just see you be like surprise plot twist. They were actually good guys, and then like oh, and I've just lopped off one's hand, decapitated one. We've now all... we're on the run. Yeah, no, so yeah, so you, so you know um, gonna walk you know what a close reading is. What's a close reading? Never mind. No, I don't uh, know it's it's Katya's turn. Basically, <laughs> yeah. basically, I'm saying like if they're not bad people, like there will be context clues. I haven't given you any context, please. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Katya's turn. Um, okay, I will uh, attack the um, remaining humanoid mm-hmm. um, with the mole. Right. Which is a nut 20 plus 5. We are doing some good rolls this week. Yeah. Um, Let's keep it up. 
So nat 20, uh, roll to... I don't remember what my nat 20 ruling is. Is um, it double damage? Yeah, so... It's um, a crit strike, isn't it? Yeah, it's a crit. But there's there's different table rules. Um, just roll damage twice. Okay. Uh, 18. 18. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this horned humanoid figure reaches out to... Uh, yeah, we'll say Carthia. He's not really concerned with the bear right now. And... Uh, just puts his hand over your face. <laughs> like the toddler thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that was a 15 to hit. Um, that does not hit. Well, bollocks. You slap it away. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He, like, he no. goes to grab your face and you just... Put him in the naughty corner. <laughs> and he's actually going to move out of the way and try to get as far away from you guys as possible. Um, currently, I think the only Do person... Do I get the opportunity? Yes. Um, you, uh, Katya, and Kodak both get to make an attack of opportunity. Nice. Which is just a melee-based attack. 16. That hits. 17. That also hits. So that's 15 damage. Yeah, he's, he's straight up dead. <laughs> I like to think we just code hang him. I suit the legs, you just get yeah, him. Basically. Just <laughs> um, sorry, can I just, while he's dead, can I do something to him? No, absolutely not. Well, I'm just wondering. Like, I was going to stabilize them. Like his. Um, we need answers. His horns, right? Yeah. Can I cut them off and use them as weapons later? No. Damn it! Why? How Is would you, how would you use horns as a weapon? Yeah. Like th- I don't know, like throwing horns. They would be counted as improvised weapons. They're going to do a d4. They're going to be useless. Slub at best. I just thought if they um, were sharp, we could they would be like stabbies. Are any of them like at the point where I could potentially stabilize them with a healer's kit? This guy. Why are you healing them? I'm stabilizing him. We need answers. Do we get to kill him again afterwards? You can try. I'm going to stabilize him. We need answers. Okay. What kind of horns? Just out of curiosity. So, um, they the people in the red robes are both wearing masks as well, um, but his horns. Uh, like tall and straight with just like a slight hook at the top. Kind of um, like gazelle. Mm, can I cut them off bit. and keep them for aesthetical purposes? They sound awesome. Are you there, can there, cut them off if you really want to. Um, are there any cult robes that aren't currently singed to hell? Because no. I, oh, I still have my mask. <laughs> I'm sorry, just the bear trying to fit it to these. <laughs> okay, so like robes. they're all fairly singed. Yeah. One of them has just like. You know, intestines and stomach acid all over it after you disemboweled this poor dude. Yeah, he barely so, knew what hit him. Um, so you're going to attempt uh, to heal this guy? Um, I'm going to stabilize the guy that we just KO'd. Okay, sure. um, and as you pull out your herbalist kit and get to work, we'll cut to a break. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. We'll be right back here on Dungeons and Airwaves, episode 7.
gibt's at night, gibt's such delight. Welcome back. Um. <laughs> You're listening to 106.9 Shun FM. This is Dungeons and Airwaves, episode Savon. Siobhan? No. Siobhan? Savon. Savon? No, I can't sing that song. There's F-bombs in it. Or rather, for all, my Italian, for all our Italian listeners, episode Sette. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> Bar? No, that's eight. Yeah. What Never language mind. are you talking? Chinese. Chinese. Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> Kodak is attempting to heal this poor, potentially he- he- hornless he- man. He- no, he- I, mean, I realized it's auto-stabilized. Oh, auto-stabilized. Nice. He- I was going to say, 
it's completely out of like my character to want to defile a corpse, so I'm just going to leave that. Yeah. Oh my god! But you will <laughs> mutilate a body while it's still alive. Oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> if they're trying to attack me, they're fair game. Exactly. Or any of my friends. It's all. Or we- you two. Yeah. So are you are, are you doing um, anything else while this guy's out for the count? I will uh, wipe some of the blood off of my mall. I will go around and I will give like basically the equivalent of like last rites, like a final little goodbye to all of the corpses, in- um, including the pile of ash. Yep. Can I investigate the desk? Is there like a drawer? I or think anything we burned it. it. Well, like, yeah, yeah, that ship has sailed, okay. uh, crashed, and burned. Is there anything else in the room? We just destroyed the artifact that was hidden in the desk. Um, <laughs> yeah. So as you look around, um, it's uh, it's what's a f- it's a pen- pentagon? Is that the pentagram? Five? Pentagram? No, no, no. The no. five sided shape is that yeah, a, pentagon? a pentagon? Trapezium? No, tra- p- pentagon. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so it's it, like there's five walls to this room, and on each room there is a massive mural, similar to the murals in the rest of this temple. Um, you've got a giant dragon on one wall, wings spread, and its scales are of all different colours. You've got red, green, blue, gold, silver, black, uh, and it's breathing uh, rainbow fire. Um on another wall next to it, you see that giant bear once again. But as you look closer, uh, the bear seems, in this mural in particular, seems to be comprised of many different animals. You've got deer, wolves, cats, boars, uh, other bears, fish even. Um, just various woodland forest animals. And the worms that, that you recognise, Katya, there's about three or four that have all uh, writhed around each other and coiled into one multi-headed worm. Mm. Um, there is an ice titan on another wall. Um, so painted and made to look like it's entirely of ice and there's bones visible inside it, its skull, um, you know, its, its rib cage, things like that and a stone-looking heart. And on the final wall, there is uh, a griffin whose feathers look... It, it, it looks almost like the way snow settles on mountains in the distance. So it's mostly brown, but then the tips of the feathers become mottled and then become a brilliant white. And if you look up and look down, there is just the... The wall, the, the wall, the floor is charred black, not from the fire that um, that Leonette cast, but seems to look like it was intended to be black. And at the top, there is just a circle uh, covered in red flames, and the flames um, appear to have been made in such a way that they look like spears and other weapons. Other than that, nothing else in this room. Okay. Good. God. So there's no other doors? Nope. I'm going to go through and I don't really have anything to bind our now living prisoner, but I'm going to try and make do with what I've got. Oh, I've got rope, actually. Everyone does have rope, um, yeah. And because I don't like casters, he's getting a gag so he can't cast verbal spells. Okay. What exa- but then how will he answer our questions? Also, are you a caster? I'm a druid, yes. What exactly do you intend to do with this I don't like people casting spells on me. Fair enough. I don't want to maul the rest of the party. Sorry, I missed what you said. What do you intend to do with this man? 
We need answers. We know next to nothing about the cult. Then I'm sure Sir Orum would like some questions. We could take him up to Sir Orum. I'm sure he's got much better facilities to hold someone. Cool. So which one of you is um, picking up your hostage? I guess I can attempt to drag him. I feel like Leo should. <laughs> yeah, you do have like an eight foot tall giant with you. Drag him. He's not worth our strength. <laughs> okay, I'll, grab, I'll grab an arm. Stairs, <laughs> By the time we get him back up there, he'll have taken so much damage he'll be dead again. <laughs> All right, I'll grab a leg. And okay. It's okay. We have to be very careful. He's borderline dead. I've stopped him from dying, but that's all I can do here. Between the two of you, you can kind of fairly easily drag him up. Um, did you want to have another look around, do anything else while you're in here? Um, I'll give one look around because I didn't really get the chance when I was dealing with the body. Okay. Roll investigation. 17. There are some papers and drawings um, on the desk, but they are charred beyond recognition. That's fair enough. I apologize. I got a little too excited with my fire. Did you find anything, Leo? This, no, unfortunately not. I, st- I didn't get much time to search. This man, is he currently conscious? No, but he's not alive. Uh, he's not dead. He's, so you have he's, revived him? He's still breathing. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we journey outwards then? May as well. Katia, did you find anything? Nothing of interest. Is there anything else to look around while we're still at the temple before we leave? I'll just do like a... Can I do like a generic investigation of the temple and see if there's anything immediate that sticks out? Yeah. I will do an investigation and I will get my dice out and I will roll for investigation, which is a... Plusing my investigation thing of two. That is an 18. There's not really anything else of note in this. It seems to have been less somewhere where people actively worshipped and more somewhere where they would come for special occasions. Either that or over the years that has just been completely cleared out by quote-unquote archaeologists. (laughs) I suspect there were many, many a wedding in this sacred place once upon a time until this man and his companions defiled it with their demonic activities. You just kind of hear a muffled... I thought you were unconscious. He's kind of coming to. Can I knock him out? (laughs) If you really want to. Silence, defiler. Smack. Yeah, he just goes limp. I'm just double-checking to make sure he's still very much breathing. He's still alive. He's got like a big uh, egg on his head now, though. If I wanted to kill him, he'd be dead. I know, I'm just making sure he doesn't accidentally rejoin the dead. It's having a real bad day. I just picture Leo turning and accidentally beating him into the door frame. <laughs> <laughs> just, what'd you say? He turns around. <laughs> so turn, this is turning into a Three Stooges routine. <laughs> yes, we're playing D&D. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll lead the way out. Okay. Um, it does take a little bit longer going up than it did going down purely because, um, well, you are carrying extra weight, but you are able to make it back up to the tower with relative ease. I guess um, now we take him to Sir Orum. It's more than he deserves, but yes. We, we need answers. mildly concerned that we killed people under his watch. Sir Orum's? Yes. Um, well... There's three of us. I'm sure we'll be able to explain ourselves to a certain degree of... We walked into a room, saw them, and killed them. In my defense, the DM suggested I should do so. (laughs) The little voice in my head told me to. (laughs) No. So as we go up, I'm just going to 
I'll just slowly make up the stairs. I'm going to look around to see if there's any guards or anything. We can let them know that there's bodies down in there. Uh, there's a couple. It seems kind of um, weirdly understaffed for what you would expect of a nobleman's estate. Mm, that's fair. I'll take a note of that, just in case. Mm. Could be important. Could be not. <laughs> We're going to tell Sir Orem that we killed them, and just, like, this poor little old janitor with a mop bucket is going to just, like, <laughs> sigh and slowly make his way down to the temple. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, are you actively looking for Sir Orem? Are you trying to find, like, a butler? I think I'm just going to find anyone if I see them around, if they've seen Sir Orem, just to get an idea. Can I just bellow out? So I'll be back in the tower where yeah. he resides. Yeah. I'm just going to bellow out at the top of my lungs. So or I'm not going to actually bellow it because I'll deafen everyone. So so just pretend me saying this at like a thousand decibels. So Orem, we request an audience. You, this tower is about like fifteen stories. Okay, then I'll say it very loud. <laughs> um, uh, someone just sticks the head out and just goes shh really loudly. He'll be down in a minute. Thanks. Yeah, after maybe more like five ten minutes, so Orem does. Appear almost out of nowhere, but you get the feeling there's probably like secret passages and stuff in this. No, nah, this man's a vampire. He's a ninja. You've seen him in the sun. Oh, he's a special vampire. <laughs> he wears a lot of sunscreen. SPF he has an amulet of sunlight. Yeah. SPF three thousand. Anyway, so we went to the temple and we had a bit of a look around, and we may or may not have killed three different. We may or may not have killed six people. Five. In our defense, we were attacked first. No, we weren't. By the imps we were. Oh, that's true. I'm assuming these guys are associated. They're wearing cult stuff. Well, we, they were before it was uh, singed. We brought him here for questioning. Just kind of looking between the three of you and looking at the other guy. Very well. Follow me. Please and tell me you didn't know this man. I have no idea who or... Actually, no, I do have some idea of what he might be, but I've got no idea who he is. Are you upset at us for killing his friends and him and bringing him back from the dead? Why would I care? Well, I just wanted to make sure. He's trespassed on my territory and my property, made his way through my defences into a ruin that was under my close guard. F- uh, sorry, f- first of all, defences? What defences? Second of all, I w- didn't know if he, was, if he was with you or one of your people that was looking after the ruins. I just wanted to make sure. You showed me a mask almost identical to the ones that these men are we- that this man is wearing. Oh, I didn't know they had masks. I thought they just had the robes. I said they were wearing masks. <laughs> Sorry, ben. my bad. Ben, we're in a pandemic. Just assume. Just assume. <laughs> we'll take a break there. Ziggy Eggs. I got one more problem with you, girl. Hey.
life without you In no time I'll be forgetting all about you You're saying that you know but I really really doubt you Understand my life is easy when I ain't around you Iggy Iggy too biggie to be his present I'm thinking I love the thought of you more than I love your presence And the best thing now is probably for you to exit I let you go let you back I finally learned my lesson No half stepping either you wanted or you just playing I'm listening to you knowing I can't believe what you're saying It's a million you baby boo so don't be dumb I got 99 problems but you won't be one Like what? You're listening to 106.9 Shin FM. Welcome back to Dungeons and Airwaves, episode seven. Pretty sure. No, it is. I was no, just trying to think of a different because I did Italian last time. I was trying to think of the French word for seven, but it, I couldn't. Yeah, because we've time. got five, then we've got five point five, then we've got six, and today is seven. Yeah. And episode sieben, if you know German. I was about to say German would be sieben. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, we had that special five, that special episode because. One of us was sick and the other one was stuck between <laughs> Tamworth and Armadale on the side of the road. Uh, it um. happens. Um, but uh, you guys are all standing there in the middle of this like hallway slash open greeting area. So Orem just reaches up, pulls aside a tapestry and motions for you to enter this awesome. dark corridor. I realised the floor in our plan. Not once did we check him for a weapon. I'm going to give him a once over before we take him in. We tied him up. Yeah, but still. Oh, wait, I closed You'd never be pants. too certain. Always better safe than sorry. Exactly, especially if he's got a knife. I'm pretty sure he had a couple. <laughs> Every time he moves, he jingles. We thought it was armour. It's just all the <laughs> knives <laughs> strapped to him. Uh, yeah, you find uh, two daggers and a scimitar. Cut his head off. No, we need answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Orem, however we deal with this prisoner is at your discretion, but I imagine you probably want answers on who's tracking down your artifacts. Oh, I have ways to get answers, yes. Are you going to torture him? There are easier ways to get answers out of someone than torture. Pleased to hear it. Um, please, after you. Can <laughs> we walk in? Mm-hmm. I will also... You kind of have to stoop a little bit. I was at this point, I'll have to do friggin' limbo. A, a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, after maybe 40 minutes of kind of walking through the dark, you fi- you realise you are going down. And you come to a locked door, so Orem moves up, unlocks it with just a flick of his hand, and motions for you to enter what looks halfway between a dungeon and a laboratory. <gasps> Ooh. Place him in one of the seats. I don't care which one. I will pick him up by his basically lifting him up and just plumping him down on one of the seats. Yeah, as you put him in the seat, um, it... Is he still unconscious? By now, he is starting to wake up. It clicks and his (coughs) arms and legs are 
unmovable. How does it feel to be trapped? <laughs> that was awfully dark, Leo. <laughs> well, he well his friend attempted to, did in fact trap Katya. I suppose that is fair. He is mostly just watching the two of you. So you won't see me sneak up behind So Orham, watch out with this one. He can cast spells. He tried to cloud my mind. Oh, he can't, he can't cast any spells in that chair. Then I remove the gag from his mouth. There you go. How about him? Who are you? Talk. I'm no one. Then you have... <sighs> then there is no reason for us to spare you. There's not. Which is why I don't know why you did. Hi, I'm Kodak. He, he is the most. What can you fool. tell me about this? And I pull out my own mask that I've got. He looks at it, looks up at you. It's a mask. Thank you. Um, Leo, would you like to have some time talking to our friend here? My pleasure. I might be a man of the church, but I am not above violence. Um, I'm going to grab one of his hands and hold my dagger over a finger and just kind of like look and be like, eh? Eh? Uh, his hands are like, he's... Um, I thought you were talking about me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so so this guy, is, he is cuffed like to this chair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so his hand would be nice and flat. You can kill me if you want. You can torture me. I don't care. I am just one cog in the wheel of many. Who's driving the car? This slow <laughs> smile spreads across his face. Oh, there's no cars in this friggin' world. <laughs> what am I on about? A cart. cart. A cart. cart. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think you're ready for that answer. Give it to us anyway. Oh, forgive me for harming in, uh, for harming the defenseless. And with that, I'm just gonna like sock him straight in the nose. He ugh, rolls with it. His nose is broken and blood's gushing from it. So Oram looks over and goes, "Do you mind?" I would like to keep him in one piece, please. Yeah, He's let still me, in one piece. Let me piece. fix that for you and I cast Cure Wounds. <laughs> mm. Now him, I like him. Thank you, Kodak, and I'll do it again. And break his nose again. You think that you're harming me? Do you? No. This is called... Therapy. Therapy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm really... Oh, I healed them for 11. Cool. I'm really struggling to... Like, I don't know why, I just can't seem to get into Okay, Leonard's in, in fairness, this is... This could easily be Leonet's mindset. He has found people who are effectively defiling his church. Perfect, let's um, go with that. That's what I was hoping. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm not seeing this as out of character for Leonet, don't worry. But he, he laughs and just goes, You may be closer to us than you think. With all that rage inside you. You stepped inside a holy area. Now, how holy is it really? Can I get a perception check from the other two? Speak sense, demon, or none at all. Now I'm just ripping off Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Sorry, from all of us or just those two? Just those two. Okay. I feel like Elaine's probably a little bit too... He's um, tunnel-visioned at the yeah, moment. Yeah, he's tunnel-visioned. 15. 15, 15 also. <laughs> Um, as he says something about Leonette being closer and the place not being as holy as they think, you see Sir Orem just turn slightly towards them. 
Like he's interested. Yes. God, yeah. Did you did you get that? This is news to him. Um, I know that I don't have any like spell slots left, quote unquote. Am I, you know, because you I have cantrips? I was gonna say because I'm a cleric, can I essentially just like conjure up a flame in the palm of my hand? Yeah, you have light. Sure. Just well, that's not really flame though, is it? Yeah, but like you, you it'll still probably burn. It's close enough to a yeah. flame. Okay, I'll just zoom. <laughs> yeah. So this, this laboratory was quite dark, and as you conjure this flame, you notice that this man's skin skin is like bright red. And his hair is kind of also a deeper maroon. You've never seen anyone who looks anything like this before. By the light of the fire, any area, any monument that was built to worship is a holy temple. But you see, the funny thing about history is that History can be rewritten. History is written by the victors. Yes, you are right. What? Let me try again. I'm going to argue history is written by the survivors. Close enough. (laughs) Okay, I am done sparring with you. Direct question only. What were you lot doing down there? We were investigating our own holy place. And what would that be? The Church of Sunburn? Funny you should mention that now. Uh, Our guards out front, the rats, how did they respond to your, how do you put it, cleansing fire? They incinerated. Did they? I seem to remember them incinerating. One got turned into red mist, if I recall, but I don't remember how fire went with them. See, let me tell you something about... Your god. He was our god first. So you guys are two sides of the same coin. Just kind of looking around at stuff. Perhaps. Although I think I wear it better than this lot do. I have more power than you might think. What happened? Did you dance too close to the sunlight? No, I've been blessed. With what? Cancer? You see... You've never seen anyone like me before, have you? Have you ever seen anybody like us? Yes, multiple times. That was a stupid thing to say. <laughs> I've killed a number of you as well. Well then, let me ask okay. you this. If <laughs> you just have- interject so Leah doesn't accidentally kill, maybe I should take over here. <laughs> if you like, uh, at this point Sir Oren pipes up, I do have this interesting object that was uh, crafted for me by a paladin friend. Um, the only issue is that uh, the three of you may be unable to lie while in its uh, aura do as it. well. <laughs> do I'm it. A, I'm a just but I'm like, Don't worry, you, you will not be uh, forced to answer. and You can choose not to answer. Um, do it. I have nothing to hide. Okay, I'll get everyone to roll a wisdom. So you can either choose to fail it, in which case you will have to tell the truth, or you can roll a wisdom saving throw. It is up to you. I just need to find my wisdom saving throw thing. Cool. That's that's a lol. That's um, a lol. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> no. Um, 19. You're fine. You passed. Uh, uh, 12. Fail. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> <laughs> 
God, she's going to just gag herself. Oh, sorry, charisma saving throw, not wisdom saving oh. throw. Oh, bloody hell. 14. Oh, yeah, 14. Fail on both accounts. I'm pretty sure the DC for this one is 15. Why would you roll? Okay, yeah, you're fine. Uh, he rolled a five. However, Ooh, shit, I should roll for uh, Sir Orem as well. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> that was not twenty. I wish I wish he'd fail. Just would have been like, so what do you really think of us? <laughs> oh, hang on, sorry. <laughs> I rolled two <laughs> at once. That wasn't a nineteen. Just stick with the nineteen. It's fine. But like I said, you can choose to fail. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. can I choose to fail after what the questions? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, no, I'll pass. I passed. Okay, so um, the 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 your prisoner failed. Um, now he has to tell the truth, but it is a he is aware that this spell has been cast, uh, and it can be evasive. It can avoid answering questions, but any question it does answer has to be the truth. So this is like a Faye telling the truth kind of deal. Where this, like is so ba- this is they have to tell the they can't technically lie. They have to tell a variation of the truth. Basically, yeah. well, it's zone of truth. They have to be truthful, but they can be like they can be. They can about still it. yeah mess with you yeah. Um. Okay, so now we're, we've essentially got to interrogate him and just try and see if we can figure out a way to make him tell to make him answer. Pretty much. And we'll take a break there. When we come back, you're going to hear us try and get some answers out of this guy. You're listening to Dungeons & Airwaves Episode 7 here on Sheen FM 106.9. I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm 100% dead. Even when I'm crying crazy, yeah, I got boy problems as the human in me. Like, I, 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 I. Why? 
You're listening to 106.9 Chin FM. Welcome back to Dungeons and Airwaves episode 7. Over to our wonderful DM. Yeah, so um, we're interrogating prisoner. We haven't started yet. Well, you're well, trying well. To <laughs> No, I was just having a philosophical debate with him. Do you want to try that again? No. Combo breaker. Yes. No, it's not. It is now. Because I was going to say, well, we're back. I'm back. Everyone else was back. <laughs> so, you are in this dark, uh, kind of creepy-looking laboratory. Leonette is holding a globe of light to a fiendish-looking man's face. Zone of Truth has just been cast. And you are all, ex- with the exception of Sir Oram and Leonette, when asked a question, you must tell the truth, and this includes your prisoner. Uh, so Orem is behind you, sitting on a desk, just kind of watching to see what the three of you do. Yeah, he cast you. I was so tempted to be like, Lia says what? <laughs> Would you like to ask the first question? You're the one who wanted the questioning. I was happy to leave him dead. Are you sure? What is your name? I thought it was the first question people <laughs> ask. Uh-huh. Tim. There are some who call me Tim. No, um... My name is Glory. How ironic. Your name is something you will never achieve. Ironic, is it? Yeah. Uh, what's the significance of the temple down below? To you specifically? To me specifically. You saw the murals. You've been within its walls. You know that... There were five clans originally for humans. And at humans, he gives Leonette a sharp look. Well, why can't I be interested in my history? No, that's, that's quite fair, honestly. The murals were a new one to me, but yes, I'm familiar with the story of the five clans. But let me ask... You a question. That's not how this works. Isn't it? I'm sorry, but... I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong. You're the one tied up. You're the one imprisoned. You are correct. Why are you searching for... Do we know what they're called yet? Are they just called magical artifacts? They're just like relics, artifacts. Why are you searching for these relics? Because they have meaning. And that would be what? Shrugs. He's refusing to answer. Yeah. Okay. Have you found any of these little relics? He's just staring directly at Katya. Do you feel? Can I take a finger? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> Do I have to roll for that, or no? I you just can just take a finger. Cool. I'm just gonna cut off a finger. He does not blink. Do you feel pain? Do you? Yes. Wow. There you go. Do you. Cassie, you've just cut his finger off. Just one. Haven't even shoved it into his mouth yet. I swear to God, start giving me answers or I will pick your nose with your own finger. Kodak <laughs> <laughs> just turns and looks to Orum with just his look of, Help. what is happening? Help me. <laughs> Have you ever 
experienced a wet willy with your own finger? <laughs> I don't think I can... <laughs> I can't. I, I can't say that's too rude. I, I don't think I can reattach fingers. I'm so sorry, talking to him. I feel like Katya and Leo. I just like I've just turned really sadistic. This man, if you want to call him that, has defiled a sacred temple. But have you? And I turn to the creature we've got in the chat. Your friend has a point. Have I? start answering and we might get somewhere as, as I said you guys may very well be two sides of the same coin like I said how Shit. much do you really know about the origin of your church well I know that you're not my twin brother plot twist surprise <laughs> I, I would know if I had a brother that looked like his skin had been turned inside out how much do you really want to know you guys should exchange notes Tell us everything. Is your real name Kodak? Yes. Okay, just checking. I Kodak Ironborn of the Ironback clan. Just wanted to see if you also were able to withstand the Truth Zone's truthness. <laughs> then why not ask me a hard question? What's two plus two? Three. <laughs> Genuinely <laughs> thinks it. Do you love your parents? I did. <laughs> okay, let's not try and turn against Sorry, each other here. Are we are we having fun or um? So or how long does this last, <laughs> please? Um, Is I'm your real name Katya? Ten minutes. So uh, I would be quick. All right, never mind. Scratch you two. Let's get back to old mate Twat. <laughs> well, I've been trying to do this whole time. <sighs> Just aggressively does the work to establish dominance. <laughs> what <Okay>. role <was> performance? <laughs> Um, Have you ever met this man before? And I jerked towards Sir Oram. Met? No. Heard of? I'm fully aware of who he is. And who is he? (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) He just smiles at you. Please. The thing is, um, does he want you to know who he is? That's why I'm asking you. I look for Oram's reaction at that statement. He's going to be Roll an insight check. Oh, so he's going to be way too clever to give anything away to that, I'm sure. Not to dismiss your idea, but I just can't see him being able, I can't see him giving anything away. Cool. So that is 12. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So Oren, what's this lab for? He passed. What? Hmm. Oh, various things, um, mostly for making potions. Fair enough. Do you have any memory? I've completely lost my train of thought there. Someone else asked a question quick. I'm drawing a blank. So, so Aram, um do you have any potions that might um, loosen his tongue? Yes, but not in the way that you mean. What do you, what way do you mean? Well, one's tongue can also be loose when um, it disintegrates inside your mouth. Yes, that one. That's the one we want. No, that is not the one. You won't be able to talk. This man does not get any answers. He's not saying anything anyway. This we are man, wasting our time. I was about to say we are wasting our time with this man who clearly does not feel pain. Who I am going to go out in the limb and say, and I'm going to turn to him. 
doesn't fear death, am I right? You'd be correct. Well then, let's figure out a way to give him something he does fear. Like what? What would he fear? He could come with us. No. Oh, he, he just laughs. That man would kill us in our sleep. Look at him. Not I know it. I've got his knives, but he would kill us in our sleep. Not if he doesn't have hands. Are you really going to judge people based on appearances? I thought we were above that. He you does have a point. Wrong. What? <laughs> Looks at Carter. My illusion of sweet old granny has just been disintegrated. Silence, I literally Eric cut off a finger. Like <laughs> Silence, Eric Von Heatstroke. What? Kodak's now feeling sorry for the guy. You, you said he had bright red this skin. I'm just making. He's got bright red skin, pointed ears, and horns. Okay. Kodak is definitely feeling guilty oh God, right now. Oh God! We just run into Satan. No. Okay. Oh my God! <laughs> it's literally just loose. <laughs> for meta knowledge context, there's a reason I said you could only play a tiefling in a very specific <gasps> circumstance. I knew it was a tiefling. Look, I wrote it down. I don't know what a tiefling is. Is that like a halfling that loves tea? No, like it is. A, that's the regular halfling. It's a, a human oid who has been touched by fiends. <gasps> I knew it. You're the source of the fee. Oh, you've so you must meta knowledge. Yeah, remember. So, we roll have a to uh, religion check for me, though. Rolling religion. Yeah. Is it worth continuing to try to get answers from him? I do not think so. I think we just kill him and dispose of the body. I don't know if I'm okay with that plan. I already feel bad enough about his companion. I will. No, we, if I you will, would like, am, you can leave the room. I will take care of it. I am forbidden from defiling a corpse, but there is nothing that stops me from defiling the living. Like he just he just laughs and like that's laughs. the opposite of how that should work. Do you know how <laughs> hilariously close you are to being on our level? How far will you fall for your church? as far as I am brought down by those who would besmirch it. I feel like that's the opposite of what you should be doing. <laughs> I think I think you need to I think you need to take a time out. Could I possibly I am trying to do something. <laughs> I don't think intimidation is going what to What is work. the religion check that you rolled by the way? Yeah, sorry. Um so it was, I knew there was something I was meant to be doing. Um, yeah, so my religion is a plus four, and my role was a <laughs> 16, so that's a non-nat 20. Uh, that's the wrong thing. Yeah, so you are aware that he is a tiefling, but you've never seen one in the flesh before. How many of your kind are left in the... Hang on. How many of your kind are left in the world? Left? We just came here. From where? Where do you think we were born here? Stop. You think I was created by some foul magic and had my bloodline tainted? I was born from a flesh and blood mother just like yourself. So how did you become to how did you become who you are now? I was born this way. Um are you good? I'm just struggling here. Um, um, Kodak's going to take a second and step out. Okay. 
don't know if he's down with torture just yet. Cool. <laughs> I'm not. I'm assuming I can sort of. I get the. I get. I, I sort he's of saying like, that he was born like no, no, with no, the I'm horns on the red I, skin I and everything. That's what Kodak's feeling. Uh, roll inside. Come on, please be good. Cause I've got the perfect response to that. Please be a good roll. Yeah. What is Kodak feeling right now? Um, he's not. He kind of feels guilty. He saved this person to try and get answers and instead's watching get mutilated. Kodak, we're not going to torture him. What? Gestures to the You've missing You've been doing finger. an awfully good job of it. Excuse no, me. they haven't. He, Kodak, <laughs> it's not torture if he can't feel pain. Um, sorry. I can't really raise my hands right now, but for clarification, yes, I can feel pain and I'm in immense pain right now. Uh, God, she just starts going for another <laughs> finger. <laughs> At this point, so Oram raises his hand and gets up and will take a quick break. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M. Just put your paws up because you were born this way, baby.
just be a queen Whether you're broke or evergreen Your black, white, beige, chola descent You're Lebanese, you're Orient Whether life's disabilities Left you outcast for leader teased Rejoice and love yourself today Cause baby, you were born this no way No matter gay, straight or bi Lesbian, transgender, life I'm on the right track Baby, I was born to survive No matter black, white, or beige, chola You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and this is Dungeons and Airwaves episode seven. Uh, welcome back. At this point, so Oram has raised his hand up for everyone to stop and walks towards them. Look, um, amusing as this is to watch the three of you fumble your way through, I don't believe we're getting anywhere. You couldn't give us a hand, could you? I did. I gave you zone of truth. I mean, ask a question. You must be curious about what this represents. Oh, immensely. Well, ask a question then. Hmm. Please. I'd be more curious how they got past your security. I'd be more interested to know what your security was. A number of things. Um, but it's not infallible. Clearly not if this mate and his, the rest of his bozos managed to get through. Yes, well, the thing is... I can't stop them from casting spells. Only in here can I do that. May I ask him one final question? You may have one more question. The uh, zone of truth is about to end. I'm just going to, like, squat down so I'm at eye level. Mm -hmm. Look, I can't apologize for what's happened to you, and I cannot apologize for the the loss of the remainder of your companions. We both know that I would have done the same. Exactly. I can assure you they were given appropriate send-offs after they... The look on your face is concerning me right now. Appropriate for you, maybe. That leads to my question. You know more about me than it seems I know. I know nothing about you as a person. I mean what the blessings I have on my side. Perhaps. So then level with me. You say that we're not as dissimilar as I would like to think. You say that... You say that I am closer to you than I know. Then enlighten me. I can't really... Can I, like, give him the ball of light in my hand? He does actually look up at Sir Aram. Right. We have, what... 20 seconds left on this enchantment of yours. 
Release these cuffs. I swear I will not attack you or your compatriots. Kodak goes to start undoing them. So Arm just looks at you but does nothing. Cuffs fall away. Anti-magic scorn. And he doesn't even wait. He just casts a light in his own hands. Then in how exactly how similar are we? You're going to have to figure that one out yourself. And you. then he vanishes. Orem, you've got some explaining to do. Oh, f- we are fools. We just let him get away. How did he do that? He teleported. I thought no one outside of Orem could cast magic in here. Un- we undid the anti-magic the cuffs. For, for reference, I did say that um, while they were in the chair. Ah, uh, my bad. I'm so very sorry, guys. I hope we run into him again. But not for nefarious purposes. I want to have another conversation with him. I, I think next time we run into him, he might have something to say, considering... And I gesture at the finger so still Orm there. actually just leans down, picks it up, and oh. puts it in a jar. Oh, I was holding it. <laughs> he just takes it, yeah. takes it off me. He just, like, takes it out of Kacha your hand puts it in a jar. Gives Sir the finger. Just put my hand on your Drop knife it. hand Drop and it. lower it. If you really want to track him, I am capable of uh, providing you with that yes, ability. Please. Fool that I am. We will find others to talk to. He's in- insignificant. I let my emotions cloud my judgment. Yeah. You're not so great on the pressure. And not so great at the whole torture thing. Shut up. You cut his finger off. Yeah. And if you'd left me alone with him for five minutes, I would have so many informations. And so many more fingers. Yeah. Probably around ten. And then I start on the toes. So Aram just holds his hand up. Please. Please. Just cease. Stop this. It was amusing briefly. It's getting tiresome now. I'm sorry for letting him go. I'm going to just turn and walk out. Yeah. I'm like, like not just out of... I'm, I'm leaving the entire tower. I'm gone. Leo, before you go... Mm. What he said was not a lie. You know that. Uh-huh. I got that. The whole zone of truth thing sort of gave that away. Come to my library later. I will share with you some of my scrolls, my information. It may be hard for you to hear, as it is hard for everyone else in your establishment. They have buried it. Above all else, I desire information. Then I will meet you in my study. Exit stage, Leo. Okay. Phil, I am going to go have a bath. I am covered in blood and did not even get to kill him. And I will just walk out. Okay. I'm very sorry about what happened again, Orem. Uh, so, Orem, uh, just kind of fumbling over my words. I just... Uh, so, any more information you could give me on what just happened there? I think I'm just as confused as he was. Well, from what I understand, um, the three of you are not great at questioning. No, that that was a first for me. I, I'm sure you could tell. 
I think things that have been brewing for centuries are beginning to come to, uh, shall we say, a head. Ah. And it is, um, he reaches in and pulls out the relic. I know for a fact it is to do with these. So they were saying about the five clans, and you've clearly told us that there are five of these scattered around. Do they interconnect, and can you tell me what clan this one belongs to? By any chance. Where did you get that one from again? From the ruins? Temple between Vindusgog and Ulvaskog. Okay, yeah, yeah, the, um... Well, I would assume, um... Not having been there myself, I will go out to Lim and say, uh... One of the northern clans, which would, um... Any name it had is long lost, but would be related to the ice giants, judging from its location. No, that that makes sense. Um, hopefully we can find the rest for you. I, I will tell you now, these were, I believe, originally designed as a preventative or protective measure. The people who uh, have been following us seek to use it to open something. Like, so kind of like a key? Somewhat, yes. But from my understanding, while you only need one as a safe hold, you need all five to open the door. So, you know how you said you had one of your artifacts taken from you? Three. Three, sorry, my bad. Um, did the room we found them in had a socket. Is there any chance that just based on the hole and the artifact, would they have fit? No. Okay. No. Yeah, don't mind me, just um, pondering. But yeah, I should probably go join the others. Maybe a good idea, right? I do think they're um, maybe having a difficult time coming to terms with some information, particularly your tall friend. I'll be sure to check in on him. But I'll give him some time to simmer down first. Very well. When I have devised a method of trailing this gentleman, I will let you know. I'd appreciate that. Thank you. You're most welcome. And I go to leave. Yeah, he stays behind in the laboratory, closes the door behind him, and you hear a chick as it locks. So what is Leonette and Kachi doing right now? Kachi, you can start. Um, in the bath? <laughs> um, no, I would have gone and, like, cleaned up, taken sort of, like, a few deep breaths, um, and then probably returned to the room where we first were meeting with Sir Oram. So, the study? Yeah. 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 Yeah, fair enough. It's pretty much the same as it was when you were there at first, um... But there's, you know, there's books, there's soft chairs, there's a fireplace. Is Leonette there or is he off doing other things? He has gone off on his own to a secluded shady area, preferably under a big tree somewhere. Yeah. And I am essentially, um, I have cast a small little fire in front of me. I am sitting cross-legged in front of it holding my holy symbol and I'm just deepened meditation and basically prayer, um, more or less repeating um, my pleas for forgiveness and um, penance that, uh, repentance that 
I did not manage to say and interact with old mate that the way that I wanted to. So basically something along yeah. the lines of... Um, you got very worked up. Nice. Are you are you meditating specifically? or are you? Basically, yeah. Okay. So as you're meditating, the grass that you're sitting on seems to fall away. And you find yourself in this empty black space and in front of you where your holy symbol was you see a vaguely humanoid figure made of light gods have forsaken me and it is drawing closer I deserve this are you, are you doing anything? Are you reacting? Are you running? So am I sort of like, like what, in a black void where I could just see you're, this? You're, yeah. You're essentially, you're having a vision. Okay, no, I'm just going to basically get on my knees and just bow my head. So this figure reaches out and places two fingers on your forehead and it burns, but not the way that fire burns. And hear a voice inside your head go, he was right, but not entirely. I Belief and faith is what you need. I did not ask the questions I wanted to. I did not act the way I wanted to. It was like something had clouded my mind. There is rage, fire, light. It is passion and anger, and the two become very easily intertwined. I have not felt it before. This light is a double-edged sword, and you are on a precipice right now. I've Which way... Do you want to walk? I would be able to answer that question if I knew which, if I knew what lay on either side of the precipice. Make a insight check for me. Natural 20, nice. I feel like that was most fortuitous. You look up and... Behind this figure of light, you see someone with who looks very similar to the man that escaped earlier, to Glory. Um, but instead of legs, his body is, like, serpentine. But there, you seem to be seeing his back. So what you're seeing now is you're seeing a different side. They're connected in a very strange way. Um... And you can hear this other side of your god promising power. And your god is still looking at you. You think. It doesn't really have features. It just seems to be made of light. I was born from him. And... Not many people know that. You know it now, and you can do with that 
information, whatever you want, but what you need to decide is where your faith lies. Do you want power that he promises? Power corrupts. And the figure behind this light vanishes. And it offers you a blade. I seek information. I seek education. I seek answers. There will be answers for you in the future. Feeling as though it is rude to deny, to refuse a gift, I will take said proffered blade. And it kind of, like, it, it burns as you take it. Um, and then it seems it glows and becomes this bright flash of light. And for a moment you're blinded, and when the light dissipates, you're back under the tree. Your, um, your longsword is glowing ever so slightly, and then that dims, and all you can hear is the waves crashing and the birds and the gulls. So I don't have a blade? And, like, I don't You've got the longsword. You, you don't have the blade that like, was offered to you, but your longsword sure. was glowing briefly. I do not want... I do not want this. I'm just going to, like, just slump back against the tree. Okay, yeah. Back to Katya's bath time. <laughs> oh, well, she's out of the bath, isn't she? Just naked grandma. <laughs> <laughs> naked grandma! <laughs> Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into the house. Right. Naked, naked grandma! grandma! <laughs> <laughs> um... No, I'd just be sitting by the fire, warming up, um, just waiting for the others to rejoin. Yeah. Hoping for a cup of tea. Yeah, honestly, after maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, after a while, everyone else returns. Uh, everyone's looking um, drained. <laughs> oh, you'll go, Ben. Party member down, <laughs> not quite in the way we meant. My apologies, everybody. I fell off the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Lena just like falls through the door. Oh, all the stealing. No idea how he, he just got misses that. a step. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone eventually enters the study, very quiet. There's. There's yeah. this air of tension around everyone. Um. And I feel like, although it is 10 minutes early, that seems like a really good place to end tonight's session. You know what? Fair. Leonette, <laughs> <laughs> she sort of walks in rest. very contrite with a bowed head in silence. And I think, what should we do with the last 10 minutes? Should maybe just, like, go, th- I don't know, answer some questions people might have about the campaign or about the D&D as a whole? Out of curiosity, how are we meant to get questions? I just meant, like, I don't know, like, common <laughs> questions that people might have about, like... Uh, um, well, I mean, I guess if you three have any specific questions or, you know, concerns, um, ideas that you'd like to bounce off me, we can go through that for the last ten minutes or we can just end here. Mm, that's... Nothing that jumps out at me. I tend to just, like, ask throughout. So. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. 
I'm legit. <laughs> Can we just like pretend this didn't exist and start back as episode seven next week? Okay, but just... I like no. what happened at the I, end. I like this, this is quite... I sure as hell don't. <laughs> this, this, I think this is a defining character moment for a number of characters. I'm actually at this point. I'm sort of like, can I just die and roll a new you character? Guys walking, Kodak's just talking to a seagull through the window. <laughs> almost like at this point, and this is for listeners. This isn't. You're not quite going to understand what I mean when I say this, but I feel like I'm just more in my element playing Rowan. <laughs> That that's yeah, I that. fair. I just, but yeah. I, again, I, I, characters I don't think he would be as well suited for this campaign as he was. I'm I'm gonna say right now, even though you might not get it, Leonette is like kind of an almost pivotal character in this plot. <laughs> not really what you intended when you were like, I'm just going to play a really religious dude. And I was like, Haha, yes, that fits perfectly. <laughs> like uh. <laughs> you've fallen for the trap. No. You've fallen for one of the Catholic blunders. Oh. In saying that, there's so much you could do with your character. I had a um, character who was an eldritch knight training to become a paladin through the church. Sim- similar concept. Mm. Although our DM had a bit of a uh, twisted sense of humour and decided that their whole thing was social distancing with the <laughs> church and had random series of one-shots around COVID, basically. It was a very twisted way to get around. Like on one hand, you. I would love to, like somehow like i don't know down the line doing a one shot or whatever one hand i would love to like bring out rowan to just get back into that character and sort of demonstrate what he's like but on the other yeah. hand i feel like his skirts a little bit too close to the for, not suitable for radio yeah category. For, for context rowan is uh, one of ben's previous characters from a previous campaign ben's only other character yeah um this is my second ever campaign if you can't tell by the fact that i am in clueless <laughs> you're you're not clueless like you you've done pretty well um like, and this is something we can talk more about, you know, off air. You know, if, if you're not happy with the direction Leonard's taking or if there's other things you want to do. I just, yeah, I don't know why. Just because I was, you know, having trouble getting into the character this night, like tonight. I feel like, like, it's... It, it's just tonight, though. Like, it's, tonight was yeah, a bit it just, of a wild it, card. It, it seems most Monday is... Monday is of Mondays that yeah. we've had. Like yeah. it just feels like it would be so much more in character to go through and just be, like, calmly seeking answers, trying to empathise with him, trying to... <laughs> But but consider you're also you said to me you wanted to play like a really religious dude who believed in his church. That's true. Well, and I originally said I wanted to play a chaotic evil character, and that was like no. <laughs> yeah, no. The other thing is though, like when we start out with a character, we always have what we want them to be like in our mind. That doesn't always end up what they're like. Yeah. I'm also true. I'm also presenting you guys with plot hooks and avenues that your characters can take. I'm also trying not to take up too much time. Well, obviously, you know, I want to get Katya and Kodak developed as well. I don't. Yeah, want well, to th- that's make, what I mean. Like, yeah. I, I have stuff planned for Kodak. I have Sweet. a lot of stuff planned for Kodak. Because I just I don't want to be Less so planned for Katya. I don't really know what to do there. Um, yeah. Oh, there'll yeah. be something eventually. Also, we Ro- do. I do have feedback from a friend who Romance says that... For aunt, with Auntie Wicklow for Katya. You are doing absolutely great, and yeah. he feels like Leo has really had... A lot of character depth tonight. Well, thank to you. the lads on Discord. Thank you to Ash's <laughs> friend for lying to make me feel better. Um, I'm telling you right now, he's not lying. Uh, now I'm just going to get another message. You bastard calling me a liar on it. Like, um, I mean, like, do you have any, like, Em, this is mainly a question for you. Like, do you sort yeah. of have anything, have any plans? You like? I'm just trying to look at you and talking to the mic at That's the same okay, time. Just um, <laughs> do you have any sort of plans or things you want to do with Katya? I, I have ideas. Because I just I feel like she's the one that's probably the least developed at the moment and I don't want you to be sort of like just the sideline one. Well, no, and I think the thing is there's been opportunities for development for the other characters, but that doesn't mean that there won't be that for Katya. Sure. 
And I'm not super worried. Like, I'm not kind of sitting here going, oh, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm just here. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that, like, there will be times when there'll be a focus on her background or, like, things will come up that... Like, for... Sorry, keep going. Yeah, no, but, like, I'm I'm not worried about that because I'm like, you know, it's not always going to be an even focus because it's nice to have spotlight characters. Yeah. And... You know, like tonight was a really good opportunity for Leo to get some development in. And this was some very bad specific. development. Not necessarily. No. Like I said, I have given you an option. Sure. You do not have to take that option. You don't even, like, if you decide eventually that you don't even want to stick with Leonette, you can say to me, like, I feel like... Leo's becoming a chicken farmer. This is an, <laughs> an exit point for him. Sure. But it doesn't have to be. So I, I know you're kind he of feeling like... a crusade on the church. Down about, <laughs> down about it tonight because it's been a really wild, wacky oh, it's night. Been insane. It's been insane. It's been a night. <laughs> let, it, let it sit. Um, Why couldn't this have been the week I got stuck on the New England Highway? <laughs> <laughs> but, but tonight was like... This was one of those things where I was like... We're not going to get to the other stuff that I had planned. Sure. So I'm going to make it a a, a spotlight night for Leonette to really, like, have... Like, he's been presented with this situation. What is he going to do? On the plus... Well, um, not on the plus side. I was about to say something, you know, I cannot remember what... It, oh, no, that's right. Um, at the very least, you'll have less planning to do next week if we didn't get to all the stuff this week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I honestly was not expecting you guys to be like, "Cool, we're going to take him captive and interrogate him." I was like, oh. "Interrogate slash torture slash horror, horrifically Kodak mutilate." Still feels bad about that. Uh, like, also, I saved somebody. Oh no, Leonette feels horrible <laughs> now that he's say, out of the situation. Fun fact: If you guys hadn't accidentally freed him. So Oren was going to kill him. Oh. Oh, I no longer feel guilty. I was totally planning on Karchi just like up behind him, slit the throat. Like not even that. He was just going to set this dude on fire and let him burn to death. (laughs) There's a great irony to that. Even Leo isn't that, even that's poetic, but even Leo's not that, wasn't that cruel. I was waiting for someone to start. Leo is like the least cruel. No, actually. No, but that's why it feels so horrifically out of character. That's that's what I mean. But it's not, it's not out of character it is your character going cool i'm going in this direction you're like no 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 this isn't the re- direction i want to go but the character's going we're going this direction like, i'm yeah. taking the reins now. i fully expect like in the next year he's layers is going to be absolutely mortified and horrified by what he did and he's like and again hey, that's, that's yeah character development yeah. character growth and and that's important like this is your your character has gone your character is like the, one of the very few non-human clerics of the Church of the Eternal Flame. That's true. Like, th- it's just not a thing. For all Your of character you- has now just met his god in a vision, and his god has basically said to him, yo, I got plans for you. He has a choice. Like, you have a choice. For also, all of you listeners out there that may be a little bit confused, we are, um, we are still trying to figure out a way to get, like, some... To, f- to get a place where you can access like background materials, maps, background story, that sort of thing. We are trying to get that up and we'll let you know when it is. So for people that maybe don't know what we're talking about when we say things like place names or religion names or anything like that, we are trying to get a bit of background information up somewhere. It's just a matter of finding a place to put it. Honestly, I can easily make like a Tumblr page, you know, something like that that mm. I can curate. Do a snazzy Instagram, who knows? I was, I was considering maybe a Twitter. 
Just say, ask me anything in our like in our characters. Well, yeah, just world building. Yeah. That's yeah. a thing well, I've done before. And if there are, like if there are nights when one or more of us can't be here, then that kind of thing is is great. So we already had episode special because you were sick and I was stranded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we can do like if people like say to me like I'm not feeling like I can play tonight, I can say cool. We can do it like a one on one discussion episode where I sit down with one of you guys on air and we chat about your character. Um, but I will say, um, for even if you weren't playing a religious character, Ben, like even if none of you were explicitly religious, this would still have happened knives, in so a way because this is leading into the major plot. Mm. So, yeah, take that as you will. So basically prologues over now. <laughs> basically, yeah. Oof. Essentially, we're about to get, get into excited. the really meaty, nitty-gritty. Um yeah, but I don't want to say too much. Uh, we do <laughs> spoilers. We are we are out of time as well. But I, I just was going to say, say I am. This podcast will be up hopefully tomorrow. It will be shorter than it was on air. I think that in <laughs> fact it might it might not be up tomorrow because it might take me a bit to go through and clean up some of it. Shall yeah. we say? And, and hopefully the uh, other three podcasts will be up as well. Yeah, they should be too. Because, I don't um, know what's going on there. Yeah. Well, I yeah. But anyway, thank you for joining us. We'll um, save the rest of our post-session discussion for off-air. Um, I hope everyone playing had a fun night, if not a great night. <laughs> <laughs> so I was it was good. Any, any, any time I get to escape from being myself, I'm happy. Yeah, you're not wrong. And on that very depressing note... <laughs> I would just like to say that uh, students and staff can access counselling. Um, <laughs> student... Conduct your student welfare centre. That's true. Please, it, everyone in this room. <laughs> don't forget Lifeline. The UNE uh, Student Counselling and Psychological Services Office can give you fantastic professional help from their qualified, experienced and registered counsellors. Call today if you do notice yourself starting to go downhill on 67732897. And remember, there is no shame in reaching out whatsoever. That is 67732897. I well, could not damn. have memorised my own phone number, let alone the unions. <laughs> But here we are. Anyway, um, everyone have a wonderful night. I have been Ben, otherwise known as Leonette. (laughs) I was about to say Leonette asshole. (laughs) Leonette Lawkeeper. That's his middle name. (laughs) I'm Emily and I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Billy and I play Kodak. Uh, I'm Ash, I've been your dungeon master and I hope you all have a fantastic night.
the dream.